Time for business. Kate Moody, I'm pleased to announce, is here. Great to see you. Hi, Mark. Now, that appears to be another chapter in the saga between Twitter and Elon Musk. Tell us more. Possibly the final chapter, although with Elon Musk, we never know, Mark. Uh, the billionaire will go ahead with his initial offer to buy the social media platform for the same amount, which was agreed back in April. That valued Twitter at $44 billion. Now, Musk backed out of the deal just days after it was announced saying the social media platform had refused to give an accurate account of the number of fake users or bots. Twitter has since taken him to court to try to force through the purchase. That trial was due to begin in about two weeks' time. Shareholders approved the initial terms in September. The disagreement hasn't stopped Musk from continuing to tweet extensively to his nearly 108 million followers. Just this Monday, he sparked huge controversy by posting a poll on possible ways to bring peace to Ukraine, uh, including the option of ceding territory to Russia. The Ukrainian president and other officials among those slamming that provocative posting. Trading of Twitter shares was suspended earlier on Tuesday after Bloomberg first reported that deal was back on. They then surged to close about 22% higher. That pushes the market valuation nearly to the price that Musk will be paying. Let's check in on the rest of the day's trading action. Wall Street rallied uh, gains of between about 2.8 and 3.3% there. Uh, we saw the Dow gaining more than 1,500 points over just two sessions. The S&P 500 with its biggest two-day rally since early 2020. Earlier, the major European indices closed sharply higher as well, gains of around 4% in each Paris and Frankfurt, 25 in London. The pound sterling hitting a two-week high of around $1.14. The OPEC plus group of oil producers is expected to slash oil output at a meeting on Wednesday. The 13-member cartel is led by Saudi Arabia, and the wider grouping extends to 10 other producers, including Russia. Reports suggest they're considering cutting their output by as much as a million barrels per day. It would be the biggest such move since the start of the pandemic. Producers are hoping to boost oil prices and their own revenue by reducing global supplies. The U.S. and its allies, though, have been releasing oil from their emergency stockpiles in an effort to lower prices for consumers. More confusion over the UK government's economic plans. The decision to keep the 45% tax rate on top earners remains in place after Monday's U-turn, but the Chancellor of the Exchequer has pushed back at reports that he would release a medium-term fiscal plan ahead of schedule. Quasi Quarting said people are reading the runes and parsing the words. Uh, it, was, it is going to be released on the 23rd of November. That was an interview with GB News. Now, the lack of a detailed report about how the massive tax cuts would be funded and what it would mean for the economy contributed to last week's market mayhem. And several government sources had said the budget would be published within the coming weeks in an effort to further restore market stability. The European Parliament has overwhelmingly approved a law to impose a single universal charger for small electronic devices. It means that within the next two years, all new smartphones and tablets must be sold with the same charger. Apple had fought against the shift. It's one of the outliers in the industry. Karis Garland has more. This is the past, and this is the present. Hailed as a great day for consumers. On Tuesday, the European Parliament voted overwhelmingly in favour of introducing a universal charger for small electronic devices starting late 2024. The common charger will simplify the lives of uh, Europeans. 
No need to buy a charger for each device. And this will represent savings of at least 250 million euros annually. Apple will be among the most affected by the rule, which the company previously said would reduce innovation. Apple will have to replace its lightning charging port on iPhones with the standard USB-C connector used in Android-based devices. However, some analysts say the move could have a positive effect on the brand, encouraging consumers to buy Apple's latest models instead of ones without a USB-C port. The EU also argues it's a path to reducing e-waste. Ten years ago, when the idea of a common charger came to life, there were more than 30 different chargers on the market. And here we are speaking only on mobile phones. From 2026, laptops will also need a universal charger, although many already use USB-C. The reform is the first of its kind anywhere in the world, and it could catch on. Regulatory changes in the bloc often set global industry norms. That mess of cables looks very familiar, doesn't it, Mark? We all have a bucket like that at home, don't we, of old charges, old cables. But hopefully in a couple of, within a couple of years, we'll just be able to get rid of it all. That's Safely right. recycled, I mean. Safely recycled. Let's hope that happens. Kate, thank you very much. Kate, we do with all the business.